Got nine minutes to maximize your travel and casino experience? Welcome to Zorkcast, powered by Travel Zork, helping you travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures. From airline miles and hotel points to living in the lap of luxury in a Las Vegas casino, you'll find all the knowledge you need to travel in style. Brought to you in nine minutes or less. Now, please welcome the host of Zorkcast, Michael Mason Traeger. Hello, this is Michael. Welcome back to Zorkcast. So, today, we're going to talk a bit about airline fare buckets. What's very interesting, well, at least I find interesting, is airline pricing, because it's a rather dynamic process. Now, airlines have this dynamic price process of pricing that's based on yield management. And the backbone of this system is the use of fare buckets, Fare buckets are basically a single letter code that represents a subtype of ticket cold, ticket sold. Other descriptions uh, might be, people might call it the booking class or fare type. This is not to be confused with something that's called the fare basis code, which is usually five to six letters and numbers that gives a lot more information about the specific fare including uh, rules with regard to rebooking and cancellation. But that's sort of beyond the focus of this podcast. So what we're going to look at today is just very simply this whole concept of, of airline fare buckets. A given flight might just have two or three classes of service. On a U.S. domestic flight, the main classes of service are usually a first class or business class and economy class. There might also be some version of a superior comfort class or that isn't really a premium economy class on a U.S. domestic flight. So basically, you only have two or three classes of service on most flights, but there can be over a dozen fare buckets. Now, there are a couple of different angles that this conversation could take with regard to how we discuss fare buckets. But I, my main focus right now, at least for, for this podcast, was to focus on making sure you're paying attention to the fare buckets so that you purchase what would be the most logical fares for a given flight. There are also additional strategies and things one pays attention to more so with regard to obtaining and requalifying for elite status and even just earning elite status with an airline. But we're just going to consider this conversation from the standpoint of somebody being a, quote, free agent and not making decisions based on airline status or alliance. When there's a lot of inventory for a flight, the pricing usually makes sense, whereas the fare buckets for the lower classes of service are usually less expensive than the fare buckets for the higher classes of service. This seems perfectly logical, but as flights start to become full, the different fare buckets start to fill up and sometimes become totally full where that fare bucket is no longer available. And that would mean that usually tends to happen with the least expensive economy class tickets right away. And basically, that would mean that that, that fare is no longer available. And now only the fare classes that are shown will be for the higher economy class tickets. 
Now, what's interesting in these circumstances is that just because the least expensive economy class tickets or economy class fare buckets are full or no longer available, we might say when they're no longer available that the fare class or fare bucket is zeroed out, it does not necessarily mean that the premium cabin is zeroed out or full. And remember, when we're talking about fare buckets, you know, we're using the simple explanation that you just have economy class and first class on a specific flight. Well, as we know, there are many different buckets for economy class, and there are also many different buckets for first class. So if the lowest priced fare buckets for economy class are booked up, then the only economy class tickets you will be seeing are now expensive or more expensive economy class tickets. Whereas if the first class fare buckets were not all sold out, then you might be seeing the highly discounted first class fare. So in that type of instant, in that instance, the economy class can be very close to the price for first class. In some instances, the discounted first class fare can even be less expensive than the economy class fare, which I know may, it does not make a lot of sense to people, but this kind of thing happens. It will happen because for some reason, there's the first class cabin is, is not full at all and economy class is very full. It could happen because the airline hasn't totally balanced the inventory yet because airlines do go back on a, in a dynamic way and, and balance these fare buckets. Sometimes they, you know, allow additional seats in the lower fare buckets or they open up what we call open up more inventory. But it's just, it's very important to look at all of this, especially when you are a quote free agent and you're not making your decisions based on status. Because, you know, if you took a, a route situation like Boston to Las Vegas on Delta, economy class tickets can range from, uh, you know, low hundreds to $600 one way, depending on the fare buckets that are available. And discount first class can be, you know, as low as, you know, just under $500. So obviously, you can see a situation on a popular day where perchance the first class is not getting booked up where you could actually get a first class ticket for slightly more than what the economy class ticket would be. Now, of course, we're making a, a big assumption here that you have to fly on that particular day because one of the best things about air travel is if you are flexible, then you can start to look at other dates and options for flying. But when you're in a situation where you found out you need to fly somewhere on a specific day, maybe you need to get there on a Friday night and you were just made aware of this situation a couple weeks before, sometimes you have no choice but to you know choose flights that are at a specific time. And that's when paying attention to this makes a lot of sense because I, you know, in one of the examples, you know, the extreme example would be when the first class is less expensive than the economy class. That doesn't happen that often. But a lot of times you might wind up with a situation where not booking very far in advance, the one-way economy class ticket is about $390. 
and the most discounted first class bucket is $470. And this was an example I was quickly just looking at before I recorded the episode. That's because Delta had sold out in this example their lower priced fare buckets for economy class, but their highly discounted A class fare bucket was available for first class. So in this instance, your differential between paying $390 versus $470 for first class probably makes sense, especially on a trip from Boston to Las Vegas connecting in another city, which means it's two flights and quite a significant amount of travel time. Also, other considerations you have to keep in the back of your head is, are you going to be checking bags? Because if you don't have status, an economy class ticket on Delta in most instances will require you to pay for your checked bag, whereas first class includes two quote, free check bags. And then you have other things like meal service or possibly alcoholic beverages. So once you start to add up a few of the extras, now that $390 price is getting even closer to the 470 So it's just important to think about it that it isn't always exactly logical. It isn't always the assumption that a first-class fare is going to be much more than an economy-class fare. You have to get that idea sort of out of your head and just look at it very open and look at all of the classes of service, all the fare buckets, and pay attention to all of that when you're purchasing tickets just because you sometimes will run into some interesting surprises even more so on international tickets when premium economy comes into the fold. So that is all for now. I would love to hear about your experiences finding tickets and what little surprises that you've found before. So please be sure to tweet us at TravelZork or continue the conversation at the ZorkCast Facebook group. Have a great day and until next time. You've reached the end of your stay with us on this episode, but we encourage you to visit our website for more resources at TravelZork.com and to continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at TravelZork and Facebook.com slash TravelZork. Travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures right here on ZorkCast. Until next time, good luck.